Hello and welcome to the Form of Fitness podcast, a podcast where I, Nathan Shanes, and my co-host Duncan Bryson will be breaking down the world of fitness into bite-sized pieces of information, such as exercise philosophies, routines, and more. We're glad you're along for the journey. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Form of Fitness podcast. This is a special episode because it's our first interview. I've got uh, our friend Jeremy on here with me and Duncan, and... Uh, you know, let's get this started. So first I'm going to pose, you know, just kind of a general question to the table, both for Duncan and for for you, Jeremy, because I don't think like we've talked about it enough on the show. It's kind of like, let's start with how we got into fitness. Um, you go first, Duncan, and then we'll pull, pose it over to you, Jeremy. I feel like my beginning to my fitness journey where like I was really dedicated is very typical for a guy. Heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Heartbreak does a lot. Um <laughs> During COVID, my parents told me I either had to go to the gym or get a job, which is a weird ultimatum for parents to give, but whatever. Their focus was more on, like, Duncan needs to get out of the house. So I was like, I'll go do CrossFit. Um, And that was after, like, my first big breakup. So that was kind of the beginning of my fitness journey. And then it's all been uphill from there, downhill. I don't know. Whichever way you want to look at it. All right. All right. So... I'm pretty, like, typical as well. Like he said, I've always been into sports and stuff since I was young, so I've always exercised and stuff, but I didn't get into weightlifting until coming to college, having mm-hmm. access to an actual gym. Yeah. Got, I was interested in that, so I tried it out. Cool. It went from there. All right. And so what would you say kept you at the gym? Because obviously, you know, you we've, all, we've talked about it, you know, just kind of like – getting in the mood to go to the gym is not good enough to stay at the gym. So what's kept you at the gym? It was definitely, um, at first, definitely was not consistent. <laughs> it wasn't uh, in love with it yet. Uh, what made me fall in love with it and get consistent was over the summer, having uh, being able to work out with weights outside, having it so close, it was easy to go to. So it wasn't really effort to mm-hmm. go outside and work out. Yep. So having it so close being able to do it more consistently, yeah. it just helped you to fall in love with it more. Yeah. I mean, consistency is king, especially yeah. we've talked about that. You know, you don't build muscle without consistency. You mm-hmm. don't, there's nothing, you don't really earn anything without consistency. On, on top of that, like you can't keep a whole lot of track if you're not consistent, you know, because then you really don't know what you've gained from what you, you don't know what you've gained uh, yeah. from working out or just kind of like growing, especially like uh, around the age we're at, where uh, we're still, still kind of growing you know stuff stuff can be just because like you know you get bigger or you know just anything like that yeah um how about you duncan i mean you said you said obviously like that got you to the gym i mean parents kicking you in the ass is kind of <laughs> yeah kind of a good reason parents to get and, to the gym but. parents and an ex that's all yeah. you need to start um and I actually do want to do an episode on this, so I'm not going to get too into it, but right. CrossFit does this wonderful thing where they gamify fitness. Yeah. And when you gamify something, especially if you have, like, a more stereotypical, like, male mind, we get addicted to games pretty fucking easily. Oh, yeah. Video games are dangerous for me. And so, like, when you gamify something, it just makes it everything a lot easier to, like, go and do and you enjoy it. Um, yeah. But, so, Jeremy, you've been working out for a year? A little over a year A little now, over a yeah. year. Um, what have you noticed that has changed about like your well-being, your general state, like outside of just like feeling a little bit more swole? Mm-hmm. 
So I've definitely noticed the changes in my body and my body size. Uh, when I first started, my maintenance weight was around 140, and it took a while, but now I'm up to 150, and I hover around that area. Okay. So that's one thing I've noticed. I've noticed just, like, especially cardio-wise, you can see a lot of change in cardio. You can definitely – um, I've definitely noticed just how much weight I can push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's definitely gone up a lot since I first started. But pretty much just the changes have been all around pretty general, but nothing yeah. – crazy okay yeah so you don't feel like you've specced into anything explicitly yeah. i'm not like every... extreme powerlifting or nothing. <laughs> yeah i guess yeah, yeah yeah. but i'm definitely i'm doing a lot better than i did when i first started General fitness. yeah how much do you think like because i feel like personally on how i feel uh like the sports in my early life childhood middle school even high school kind of affected how much or like the physical fitness i was in through those periods of time and i think they've definitely shaped my physical fitness now how much do you think like the sports you played played into that i think they definitely had an impact they made me they're the reason why i would say i was interested in weightlifting because weightlifting was something new and i was used to sports mm-hmm. yeah. but so it's just that was just kind of a natural progression from mm-hmm. normal sports as a kid to weightlifting something more yeah. extreme something kind of cooler yeah. <laughs> different <laughs> something you don't yeah. you never didn't really hear much about yeah, I mean, yeah. as a kid, we always get told, you know, like, you shouldn't work out too much, shouldn't lift too much mm-hmm. weights because it'll stunt your growth. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the science on that I don't think is necessarily super crazy clear. Some yeah. some directs other ways. Some says that the hyper levels, obviously, like, you know, what can you expect? It's like there's <laughs> definitely a too young. Yeah. There's definitely a too young. There's definitely a too much, <laughs> yeah. you know, at too young. And that, that changes as you get older and as yeah. you grow more. But, um, yeah, I'd say, like, what sports did you play uh, as you were growing up? So I was always playing um, for Parks and Rec. I was always doing soccer, did basketball pretty consistently for a little while, baseball, did wrestling once. But really soccer and baseball were the main two that I was always every uh, season playing those. Okay. And do you still like do any of that now? No, not really. Dude, you really should. Because, like, I've noticed, like, for me, like, the level of where I was at playing high school basketball, and maybe, like, there's a couple things that could be affecting my judgment. Like, I'm a bit more coordinated now just because I've grown in my own body, and the level of competition might be a little lower just Mm -hmm. because I'm not playing at, like, a competitive school level anymore. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm at a university, and when I go play pickup basketball, these guys are good. Yeah. But I've noticed that, like, I haven't – I won't touch a basketball for months, but I'll go back out there and I'll play. And also basketball is a, like, physically demanding sport, Mm -hmm. and part of basketball is it's just a test of fitness, among other things. And so, like, I'll go back out and I'll be like, damn, I've progressed so much in this without touching a basketball just because of all the other work I've put in, like, in the gym, working out, especially doing CrossFit-style stuff. Like, I can hang – a lot mm-hmm. longer. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely something I miss, like sports and all that stuff, uh, especially not doing them in high school except for one year, mm-hmm. COVID year, so it got cut short. Oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, the yeah. one I miss is swim. I mean, I did uh, – I've talked about it. I did swim here last year. Uh, I was really on and off about it just because of scheduling and doing other things mm-hmm. yeah. uh, among being, you know, as I like to say, it, a lazy piece of shit, but <laughs> – that's just the way yeah. I like to put it. So that way I uh, force myself to become better. But 
Uh, yeah, I'd say definitely like, especially in the case of like, I think swim tends a little bit towards closer to actually like lifting mm-hmm. in the way that it is a sport focused around itself. Yeah. Kind of like how throwing is in track or even track itself. Yeah. Like, like a lot these, of your running sports. Like a lot of your running sports because you're not competing in a game. Yeah. It's a, you are competing on a physical test of, you know, ability. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the only thing that you can get better at is technique mm-hmm. and strength. Oh. And so that kept me closer to that. I do definitely miss swimming. I think I, I miss it a lot. I really wish I had the time for it. Uh, now, but um, I don't. I don't think I do just yet. But I, I think I could see myself getting back into it again soon. Yeah, and but. I definitely feel like there's certain things that just have such a high barrier to entry, like swim. Because like, yeah, not only do you have to know how to swim, but also like the setup and the like getting into the pool. That's like mm-hmm. ten minutes at the beginning, ten minutes at the end. Because there's no way that you can like, especially if you have skin like mine, like. I don't do chlorine well. <laughs> so the moment I get out of that pool, I need a shower. And so like that compared to like lifting where maybe you don't get as sweaty. So you don't really have to worry about showering. You just need a towel off and throw on some deodorant and you're okay for the day. Yeah. Um, Like certain things just require a lot more like work and like yeah. soccer and basketball. You need to find a court. You got to do all this stuff. And so when it comes to like a really busy college life. Yeah. You know, it's hard to do these things because there's so much extra you have to put in. And it's just so much easier. The gym, you just go in whenever you want, stay in as long as you want. Yeah. On top of that, when you're talking about, like, these sports at the college level, some of these sports don't have, like, club teams or the club teams are even competitive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure we have a soccer uh, club team, and even they're competitive. Oh, yeah. they're, They're not our college team, but they're still competitive. You need to still be very, very into the sport. And I think that there are some sports like like swim isn't like that, but it's one of those things where it's like if you aren't doing that good, it's going to be you're going to have a lot of imposter syndrome being on the team, especially if you are a very, very low level beginner. Now, where's the gym? Like everyone is all about like or most people are about the inclusivity and the kind of like, you know, anywhere during your journey, everyone kind of understands it, you know. So Yeah. Well, in the gym, everyone's there with a purpose. You know, they got their own goals in mind that they're trying to hit. Yeah, and that's, I mean, co- that screams college, too, mm-hmm. because, like, all of us are kind of here for a different reason as well as all of us being here for not only a different purpose, we're all here for a different length of time. We're taking different classes, different majors, et cetera, et cetera. So just kind of, like, staying in your own lane but also respecting the other people around you. Yeah, and I kind of felt the same thing where I was – I joined up with a running club for a bit, but the issue was was I'm not a runner. I'm a crossfitter. Yeah, And something that I really like to talk about with CrossFit is we are good at a lot of things, but we're not experts in anything. You know, it's kind of that jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Um, And so, like, I would show up and I'd run with these guys. And, like, I could maybe match them on the first couple miles. And then they're just going. And I'm like, oh, I'm too heavy for this. Because they're skin and bones. They, they've got some muscle, but that muscle is made for endurance running. Right. And I'm over here putting in those first two miles. And I'm like oh, this is getting really hard to push all this weight I've got. Right. But I need this weight to lift. So, yeah. um, Runner's physique is definitely, uh, personally, not a physique I would want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That lifestyle is, oh. Yeah. I would rather have a runner's physique than a biker's physique, though. Oh, my. Cyclist physique? Oh, God. Or a horseback rider? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the thing about a cyclist is, 
you think you should think about it almost like evolution, right? <laughs> like what do you develop to make you survive best in your environment? And these yeah. runners, like you got to have enough muscle in your legs and enough muscles in your arm to obviously pump and keep yeah. you running. You want to be as light as lightweight as doing that. Yep. Cyclists are the same way, except they don't use their arms. <laughs> so yeah. their physique is like absolute dumpy monster <laughs> legs. Like, very bottom yeah. could, like, like get behind them and get scared. Like you're behind yeah. a donkey level. Just yeah. absolutely. And a powerful <laughs> as hell core. Yeah. Cause they got to stay in that like kind of slunched over legs posture. And then, Twigs, twigs up top, twigs up top, <laughs> a neck with no meat on it, yeah. arms that you know you wrap your wrap your hammer, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Not hating. Everyone's fitness journey is different, but yeah. but uh, yeah, that's just a physique I don't want. But I, yeah, you definitely want a well-rounded one. Yeah, yeah, I think I I think a lot of a big portion of underplayed uh, fitness is that a good chunk of it is about physique, mm-hmm. like an aesthetic mm-hmm. and whether or not like you liked it or not, like you want to see your progress. You want to see your progress in something other than a number that you left or, uh, you know, anything, anything else really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you want to make yourself look different a little bit, you know? Yeah. So. And like Jeremy, when you started your fitness journey, like did you take a picture of yourself or do you just have like really old pictures of yourself that like you can go back and look at? No, I never took any progress pics, okay. and I kind of regret it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I I already I know yeah. how much uh, how far I've came already because I I can remember it. And I, there's old pictures of me from high school, like I can just find those. Yeah, yeah. Because like when I first started fucking around, like someone recommended, oh, just take a progress pic. Because mm-hmm. like now I look back at it, and I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? He had yeah. short hair and a goatee. <laughs> the worst part of my life, Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> worst part of my life was a goatee. Um, yeah. and then like I don't know the physique also wasn't great, but the goatee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but now I'm rocking longer hair, you know, kind of getting there with the beard. Right now it's yeah. a little bit more than a shit stain, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting places and physique is coming along. I feel like physique's such an important part of it too, because it's like a lot of people get in the gym because they're either skinny and they want to bulk up, or they're really heavy they want to shrink down yeah. a bit mm-hmm. well yeah. I, I think i think the goals that you gain while you're in the gym are kind of secondary because you realize that the goal you had in mind when you got to the gym was not necessarily a super easily attainable mm-hmm. goal and so you need goals that are uh, need, achievable yeah, you, so that way you can actually you, you need know, some mile points in yeah. there to keep yourself going yeah and so yeah i think definitely uh physique um physique is really important and on top of that you're able to keep goals and no one says hmm i really like this lifting thing i'm gonna get into the gym so i can squat 315 pounds like they don't have a metric like like i i remember from my personal opinion it's like what does that really like yeah. mean you know what i'm saying like yeah i really don't understand that a whole lot because i'm not a weightlifter, so i don't know <laughs> it hasn't necessi- became a numbers yeah. game. it hasn't yet. become a numbers move. game nor do i understand whether or not that's a lot of weight mm-hmm. whether that's a normal amount of weight yeah, anything like that so i would love to be squatting that much <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be squatting that regularly. I would yeah. like to be binging it if I'm honest. <laughs> I, if I, yeah, if I got to be honest, I'd like to be power cleaning it and jerking it, Ugh. really. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think every everyone's journey's a really different, and it's really important to take in that 
while most people do on average tend to fit into the larger groups of are you a bigger person trying to you know slim down and work into a fit physique or are you a skinny slash small person trying to work up into a more bulked and built physique you know yeah and i think it's good to interact with people that are on both ends of the spectrum but obviously it's a spectrum not like a zero one not or you know true category you know it's one of those things so um and also like i think that one of the best feelings of like coming out of the gym is like when people start noticing your progress and giving you compliments and i'm a terrible person to talk on this because i don't take compliments well like someone gives me a compliment I'm like okay and then like later i'm like they complimented me that's nice this guy be getting compliments <laughs> like as like a, yeah. as a male yeah a like, like uh, that's crazy yeah like sometimes at the gym sometimes it's just a friend that like i haven't seen in a while they're like your arms look bigger i'm like okay thank you and then later <laughs> i'm like i guess my arms do look a little bigger that's nice yeah. um so if you've ever given me a compliment and you think like I'm a rude asshole, like just know I probably am, but I appreciated it. It just took me a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope that uh, in a lot of regards that doesn't play in a whole lot like ego game. That's, that's yeah. one of the worst kind of like feelings to really get into about the gym. I'd say is like, you want people e to notice ego lifting yeah. and you want people to notice like, like obviously you want people to notice your work and appreciate for it, mm -hmm. but when that's what's driving you in some regard, yeah, you, that fuel runs out. Yeah, all I gotta say, that fuel runs out real quick, especially the moment you realize that it's gonna take longer than you thought. And chances are, everyone that you're wanting to notice, you're wanting them to notice stark change. Yeah, that's you know really different and makes you look really different. But really quick change like that doesn't really happen. Yeah. Um, and really the people who are going to compliment you on your physique are going to be the people that you haven't seen in a while. Mm -hmm. You're never going to get compliments from friends who are like constantly seeing you 24 seven because the human mind doesn't work that way. They're yeah. not really going like, to notice it. When Jeremy got his Afro cut off, I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> but that's because it was a stark change. Mm -hmm. If Jeremy oh, yeah. would have just started like trimming back a couple inches, like every time I saw him, I want to notice. Yeah. I didn't know he got it cut either. Like, <laughs> Like, it just is what it is. Um, yeah. And so, like, especially if you're slowly building on muscle, like, most people who see you every day, they're not going to ever acknowledge that, like, oh, you're a lot bigger than you used to be just because mm -hmm. they've gotten used to the slowly bigger you mm -hmm. as time has progressed. Yeah, and I think in some regard, that lack of compliment for stark change is a good thing in building the mindset that you personally need to have. Because in a lot of regards, the reason you want the validation of people noticing stark change is because you want stark change. And that's kind of all all you're willing to give yourself any credit for is stark, and very, very rapid change. Mm -hmm. And you've got to kind of live with the fact that, you know, you are not necessarily going to notice stark change. And there's probably not going to be any stark change. But it's one of, it. you know, you're going to have to live with yourself every day and you're going to have to get used to how you grow and that's a big part of the fitness journey in, in general. So, yeah, yeah, that's one like developing that mindset of I'm doing this for me is one of the most important things. Like when they say you fall in love with the process, I think one thing that really helps with that is having a lifting partner, especially mm -hmm. a lifting partner who outlifts you, because <laughs> yeah. then you can you, then you can make it fun. You can make it a, you can yeah. make it a competition. Yeah. And so when when he gets done with his set, try and do what he did. Yeah. 
with his weight whether or not you're joking mm-hmm. yeah like like with my link oftentimes what i found was like i would have partners who like if the goal is to progress in weight i was usually doing whatever their um weight was beforehand mm-hmm. so yeah. like if i start at 95 he starts at 135 and then i'm constantly just trailing him yeah um and that kind of works because like I'm like, well, I have to do this because I trailed him last time, and then I have to do this because I trailed him last time, and then I have to do this, and then hopefully I don't fail. <laughs> but And especially having a, like, so that that's one of the big things about being new to the gym. It can be really intimidating. Mm-hmm. So I, cause I sort of wanted to ask you guys, like, when you first got into the gym, did you go with someone or did you get into it alone? So I was a bit of a special case because, mm-hmm. like, my cousin had introduced me to CrossFit years before I joined officially. Um, but then, like, when you join a CrossFit gym, it's a class Yeah, every time. So I didn't know anyone. But the sense of community that's at a CrossFit gym, the fact that everyone's doing the same thing together means that, you know, I have pointers. I, I have people watching me do stuff and telling me if I fuck it up. I have people encouraging me the whole way through, especially once I get to know them. Um, So kind of yes and no. Yeah. Classes but, are definitely a good way to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. But like I know me personally, it would have been a lot harder to get into it without having someone there who could like teach me mm-hmm. what I, and point me in the right direction and sort of have a little coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say for me, um it was always kind of my dad, like getting into the gym with my dad and whether or not I stuck with that a whole lot with him. Um cuz like I started going with him when I was in 5th grade. Uh, and I did that for a little while and then it fell off and I don't, I, you know, I don't remember why. And the same thing again happened in, uh, ninth grade. Um, you know, kept going, whatnot was doing good and fell off for some reason. Don't remember why. Um, and then when I got back into it again, it was, uh, I had a friend come with me, but it was my idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I started going and then brought him along with me. Um, and that was good and that worked for a while and then you know, COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I had to deal with that. I had to, you know, during that period in time, deal with working out on my own. I wasn't lifting weights because, you know, gyms were closed and whatnot, but I was, you know, exercising on my own. Yep. Uh, I had 15 pound dumbbells. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I th- we had 25 pound <laughs> yeah, dumbbells yeah. and a set of tens. Yeah. So you can do a lot phase. with dumbbells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you'd be surprised. And also, I mean, you tend to get, I was, uh, I was on, I needed to lose weight. So I was just doing a lot of like high intensity, uh, interval training with calisthenics mm-hmm. and whatnot. So that was, that was interesting. But, uh, yeah, when I got to college here, I was already kind of in the mindset of going to the gym anyway on my own, whether yeah. or not I liked it, but obviously I brought you along a little bit too. So, yeah. so Jeremy, mm-hmm. what is your process? What is your, like, what's your week? week in the life of jeremy with fitness with fitness i mean i just hit a pretty standard push pull legs day okay uh been incorporating some new lifts that are pretty fun doing some more cardio a bit Mm -hmm. that's sort of like a new change i'm implementing so not really like the normal that's not really the norm yet okay so are we doing what three days a week uh try try and do more try and aim for five five days a week doesn't always happen Mm -hmm. but what do you do for abs abs usually there, there was a point where I was doing uh, calisthenics circuits for okay. that, but I've been hitting the um, the crunch machine again, and that the crunch machine feels good. Okay, I, I, uh, that one always gets me feeling it. 
So so talk to your boy Nathan Chains next time you go. Have him introduce you to the GHD machine. We've mm. done GHD setup. Oh, have you? Yeah. Have you? Never You're, to the intensity level that we did it <laughs> together, but uh do you, do you know what the like the GHD do you know what I'm talking about? He he's talked about them, but I don't think yeah. I've ever done We've them. we've done them. They're like uh, a, you know sit up negative almost. Oh, those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're Work those is a good exercise. It's fun. It, really is. it feels amazing. It feels like you're a superhero. Man. It really does. Um, there's there's a couple movements in the gym that just feel amazing. Yep. And I don't think they're the same for everyone, but like also GHDs are really good for your core. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah big time. On top of that, you can push past uh, like normal fatigue with them yeah. because you are able to incorporate your legs and your abs at the same time, and just you know. If you need to throw your arms to get yourself some more leverage to get a last couple of reps in, like yep. you can, and it's really, it's really good. It, it works out like really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, yeah, they're good rhabdo instigators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to be talking about rhabdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We haven't talked about rhabdo on the show, actually. Yeah, no, I think we've like mentioned it a couple times, but I think we jokingly mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, but. I don't know what it is. Oh, so you may never encounter rhabdo. You might encounter rhabdo at some point. I've Hopefully had not. mild rhabdo. Um, have you heard of uh, coke piss? No. Nah. Okay, so it's the same. Oh, thing. oh, that's where you're uh, peeing out with protein in your urine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, your muscles break down when you work out. Um, at a certain point, if you work out too hard and you go past, you know, your limits mm-hmm. so much, um, all of that cannot be properly processed by your body. And I think especially your liver. And so you end up p- yep. pissing it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I've heard of that. So, yeah. And uh, let's just say it's not healthy. Is that <laughs> no. a good way to talk about that, it? Isn't no. that, that's supposed to be a common thing in CrossFit. Didn't you guys, didn't CrossFit like It's not it incredibly common, but because of certain movements we do, like we incorporate the GHD mm-hmm. machine a lot. And that's like anytime you're applying momentum to a movement to increase the number of reps, mm-hmm. you're like inherently making it so that you're going past your limit. Like yeah. GHD pull-ups kipping pull-ups, butterfly pull-ups, kipping muscle-ups. These movements allow you to go past your natural strength limits because you're using momentum, but you're also putting a lot more wear and tear on your muscles. Mm -hmm. So, like, as long as you're safe and understand, like, the concepts and principles, it's not that big of an issue. And as CrossFit has progressed, as, like, understanding of these movements has increased... Incidents of rhabdo have like decreased. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Rhabdo the clown. Yeah. Well, that's also because we started with like a big like veteran, you know, ex military, um, like extreme like co- cop, like well, yeah, police I mean, force. So like there was a little bit of this pride of like it's a joke. Rhabdo. Go, it, it's a joke. Yeah. And then like mainstream media goes, they're <laughs> saying intentionally get rhabdo. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> yeah. That's not funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. At more, like, normies as have started <laughs> doing CrossFit, <laughs> essentially. As just essentially. normal people so joined like, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As more n- normal people join in. Like, Rabdo the Clown isn't on every CrossFit gym's, like, wall anymore. And, and stuff no like CrossFit that. Then, uh, gym then. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, like, 
I feel like a lot of people don't know CrossFit's a brand. Yeah. yeah I didn't know to, that until recently. Yeah, as opposed I thought to it, just a style. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was workout. just a style of training. Yeah. I mean, kind of yes, I know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it but is, in it, order to be called a CrossFit gym, you have to, like, pay in. Yeah, into the CrossFit brand and be yeah. certified and all that stuff, yeah. I, I've never been to an actual CrossFit gym, though. We can so. fix that. Yeah, we could. We could. <laughs> or we could just not. Just do CrossFit. Yeah. A, the gym you already pay for in your tuition. Oh, yeah, big time. First time's free. <laughs> the well, UREC is the most expensive that's how we gym get you. I pay for. Yeah. <laughs> the UREC is the most expensive. 6000 a semester? It might be more than that. Might some people don't even that. use it. Some people don't, some even, people use, don't even use that it. Crazy. Don't even use it. Damn, they got no, they actually, really do got the planet fitness model going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually walk in there most days and I'm like, man, less people need to be using this thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially that that um that like winter break crowd that we've got, the New Year's resolution crowd. Yeah, like, it's pretty bad right I now. I love I love your new commitment to fitness. But get off but, my bench press. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not gonna stay committed for like a more than a month, I'd please leave. <laughs> On top of that, I know you're new to fitness, and I know that where you've heard about all the fitness stuff is on TikTok, but stop doing these stupid-ass <laughs> movements on my normal equipment, all right? Please stop doing crunches at the cable machine. Please. I'm trying to get my tricep pushdowns in. Please, uh, please. Yeah. And I mean, the thing about, see, the gym is awesome. The UREC is awesome. There is so much stuff in there that, like, most other gyms around here do not even have one of, and they'll yeah. have multiple of them. But I think one thing they did not think about was how many people could be using <laughs> cardio equipment at one time. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> they've got six incline trainers, and they're always full. Yep. And then they've got 900 ellipticals. and They're I'm, always full. And they'll have one person on them. Depending on the time they're all uh, full. And depending on the type of elliptical, because don't forget that they don't <gasps> just have right. one type. Oh, yeah. Some of those things. Right. Dude, right. some they of the things I get close. on it, I feel like I'm like, I'm about to dislocate <laughs> a hip doing this right here. I don't even know how this works. I'm like, hey, you guys got multiple different types of cycling? Like, yeah. what? On top of they've got a lot of them. What is it? The stair stair climbers? Yep. That's actually that's a, I I was honestly surprised by that they got. I actually I hit that for the first time the other day. They are dude, hard, dude. It was it had me feeling good. That was a good workout. Yeah. I need to start I'm, doing that more. I'm a normie. I just do box step ups. Yeah, you know um, those are fun. Yeah, I I've done a thousand <laughs> it's done in a one fun. set or like yeah, yeah yeah with a 15 pound weighted vest on it. It's a whole it's all workout like it's a CrossFit thing. Really? Yeah. Um, sounds good. How long Which, did that take you? How were the Less abs than feeling? an hour. How were the abs feeling after that one? They weren't that bad. The shoulders, like when you're carrying uh, weight on like a weighted vest or a ruck or anything like that, usually the shoulders are the first thing to go. Um, yeah. I guess what, the traps and that type of thing. Yeah. They need more ruck um, bags in the gym. Oh, they, they really do. <laughs> they, they need yeah, a set really of ruck do. bags. Yeah. I'm trying to hit some long walks on that track upstairs. Yeah, bring your own ruck bag. Honestly, yeah, rucking, it's like, it's actually so much. It like, it sucks. But it's fun and it's so mental. I've that never is, hit a ruck. I haven't rocked in forever, dude. My last ruck was like junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I had a week long ruck, mm-hmm. and I honestly felt amazing afterwards. You yeah. feel so accomplished after a hard ruck. Yeah. Well, also like when you're going around and you're definitely in a caloric like a deficit. Like 
I was probably expending like 4,000, 5,000 calories. I was probably eating like 3,000 because that was all like I could carry. And like by the end of that week, I felt good. And yeah. my core felt amazing. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks went by and it's like all that progress gone. Yeah. <laughs> and in some regard, that's what they mean by you can out, uh, out train a bad diet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you burn enough calories, yep. it just doesn't yeah. matter. It's yeah, like that. we would eat like for breakfast. It was like four pop tarts. <laughs> Dear God! Like, but like, and we, you felt great. <laughs> yeah. <You're so> <laughs> but when you think about what's in the pop tart and like what you're doing, yeah, I know you just you get know. up and immediately start expanding yeah. it right out of your stomach. Get up yeah. and immediately start walking, and then like we'd walk like eight to ten miles a day. I bet your insulin felt great because <laughs> of that. In the I morning. felt amazing. <laughs> I was sleeping in a hammock. Um basically we up in the woke mountains. up and got high off an insulin <laughs> spike and then started just rucking. A Pop Tart would not be my uh, first choice to start off a road. Right. Oh, <laughs> no. Well that was one breakfast. We also had lar bars, you remember have I'm you ever had a lar bar? Oh lar bars. Yeah, oh yeah. they are ass. <laughs> So yeah, the yeah. only thing I think I gotta agree with that. The only thing that I've had that's worse than a lar bar is if you've ever heard of Andrew Tate's flavor. <laughs> is that real? Yes. Flavor. Is, flavor. It, a, is it a bar like a no, 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 no. So it's something that he made that's super cheap. And I was like, you know what? Let's try this. It was like rice and chickpeas. Rice and then a little bit of mince meat. Rice, kidney beans. Uh, yeah. Miss mince meat and uh chickpeas. Peas. Yeah. Just normal peas. peas. I thought you said chick. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Because protein. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, chickpeas. Yeah. Um, yeah, ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's called flavor. There is no flavor to that. Um, That's a, why they a call lar it bar, flavor. Yeah, a lar bar slightly better. There's texture. You ever had a lar bar? You know the no BS bars, protein bars. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, it's got like the list of. What's in oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I put that in quotations because when you flop it over, <laughs> there's like nine extra ingredients <laughs> they don't list on the front. Like yeah, yeah. six eggs. Yeah, I think I, sh- I think those I shy are away. Fucking nasty. I think I shy away from because it, it has eggs in it. And yeah, I'm allergic to eggs. Yeah, they're fucking nasty. Okay, I I, th- I think the uh, the space on healthy bars is bro. Someone just needs to get in there and make a real, like, actual healthey bar. Oh, they did. Well, no, it's called the Gatorade yeah. Whey Protein Bar. That shit oh, tastes like a, a bar. candy Gatorade bar. Gatorade makes a bar yeah. now? Yeah. Uh, one bars are pretty good. Um, yeah. One bars hashtag are okay. not sponsored. One bars are, like, their maple donut. Amazing. Does Kodiak make bars? Um, I don't think so. I don't think they do. I think Kodiak just makes mix, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, they don't make any actual. Well, I don't know. I I'm, think you can buy their stuff, like, frozen. I don't, know. I don't I'm, know. I'm a cheap bitch. I buy. <laughs> I buy. Too. I buy the the fifty dollar seventy two scoop whey protein at the vitamin shop. Like, yeah, yeah. That's uh, fine. yeah. That's yeah. It's what you got to do when you're. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when you're a broke ass college student, you know. I'm still trying to figure out a way I can uh, pickpocket some mass gainer. <laughs> 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 Try and fit that stuff in. As it, see, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about mass gainer. But then okay. again, I'm on the heavier side, so like I wouldn't yeah. drink it anyway. But like, I'm just like, dude, <laughs> 1,400 <laughs> calories in a shake, and then it's like four servings, and you're supposed to eat it with a meal, and they'll give you like a tub. They'll give you like a tub that's to like, puke in afterwards. No, it's the tub the powder comes in. Okay, and it'll, you flop it over on the back. It's like four scoops, which it's just say shovels because the scoop they put in that bitch is just big enough to get out the top of the lid. <laughs> Damn, they'll be like. 
12 servings, but the tub will be like four gallons <laughs> in volume. Just be like, it's so crazy. Fuck. Spoon that shit in. 1,400 calories for that, plus your milk. I mean, it's got to work. It has to work. <laughs> I, I, I'm not <laughs> doubting that you'll gain mass. I just don't know what kind of mass you're talking about. Yeah. 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 However, I feel like that shit will work really well on a rock. Oh, yeah. Oh. At that point, water. As long as you're like near a creek at some point, it's kind of free. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I thank you guys uh, for being on the show today. Duncan will be back with me every time. I yep. just like introducing him like he's new every time, just because it's funny. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys next time. See you. <laughs>